Welcome from God's Acre to our Monday morning message, a podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan, offered by the Reverend Dr. Stephen Chapin Garner. Friends, I really enjoy preparing this podcast for you each week, uh, and it really moves me that uh, every week we have between 50 and 70 folks who access this uh, little uh, weekly meditation. I do want to ask a favor, though. We, I, I don't talk about stewardship in the podcast, really, but um, we set a goal for ourselves, 400 church uh, families or friends uh, committing to our campaign, and it was kind of a wild number because last year we received 334 commitments. As of today, we are nine away from our goal, which is just kind of blows our minds, the generosity of our people and the graciousness of our God. And so if you haven't made a contribution, I, I don't I don't care at all what the level is, but if you would be willing to support our ministries by clicking on the link to give that, that was with the email that allows you to access this particular podcast, that would be great. So uh, really, if you can help us uh, get to our goal, it would really be something to celebrate. So we now turn our attention to a story in the book of Genesis that I think is very intriguing. Uh, It's found in uh, Genesis chapter 18 through 19, and it's this back and forth between Abraham and God. Uh, God has uh, heard about the sinfulness of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and has decided to smite them from the earth. And uh, Abraham's concerned about this because his nephew Lot lives in one of those towns. So he wants uh, God to uh, kind of relent from punishing these cities. And so uh, Abraham starts this negotiation and says, essentially, hey, what if 50 people that are faithful are in those cities? Are you going to destroy them? And God says, no, for the sake of 50. Uh, and and, and uh, Abraham keeps kind of getting the number down lower and lower to this point where it says, then Abram said to God, Oh, do not let the Lord be angry if I speak just once more. Suppose 10 righteous people are found in those cities. And the Lord answered, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy Sodom. So that closes out this section of negotiation. And then a little bit later in chapter 19, it says, Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And Abraham looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the plain, and saw the smoke of the land going up like the smoke of a furnace. So in this really interesting exchange between Abraham and God, you you get the sense that Abraham does his absolute best negotiating in an attempt to save his nephew Lot from destruction. So if you know the story, God, in the form of three men, came to Abraham's tent uh, to let the old man know the divine intention to obliterate these sinful cities from the face of the earth. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah were going to be gone. Now, Abraham, fearing for his nephew's life, does this kind of bargaining with the Lord to spare the city of Gomorrah, even if, and Sodom, even if 10 righteous people could be found in the city. And what we get is God agreeing. For some reason, God was moved by Abraham's plea. However, the next day, as Abraham saw the smoky mushroom clouds of God's wrath in the valley below, Abraham learned that while it's possible to move God, God resists our attempts to be controlled. And that's important. God is moved by us, but not controlled by us. You know, I think we all try to strike bargains with God from time to time. And the Bible attests to the fact that God not only hears our pleas, but also responds to them. But the willingness of God to be deeply moved and involved in our lives does not mean that God is controlled by our desires, not at all. In the end, God is God and and we are not. 
God will do what God will do, whether we like it or not. And perhaps as a result, we should spend less time trying to manipulate God and more time worshiping the one in whose charge are all things. So the question I want you to grapple with is this. Do you, when it comes down to you, do you try to control God or are you content to worship God? Would you like to control and manipulate God for your own wish fulfillment or are you willing to simply worship God? Let's pray. Lord, it's true that we would like to manage you like we try to manage all aspects of our lives. But thankfully, you resist and refuse our control. So we want to thank you, Lord God, for the many times that you remind us of our place on our knees, head bowed, waiting on you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To learn more about the Congregational Church of New Canaan and to connect with the messages and the ministries of our church, visit us at www.godsacre.org. God bless you, and have a wonderful week.